Hello, and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever, uh, presented by the Sideshow Network. This is the show where we tell you about our crappy comic book collection. Uh, I'm Jen. I'm Sean. And happy free comic book day. Yes, yes. Uh, as we are taping this, this is technically... Free comic book day. Free comic books day. Hopefully, y'all got some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopefully we are... Uh, uh, ROM Space Night. Yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> I was not. I was not aware of Rom Space Night until you told me. Yeah, because it really to me it doesn't matter what free what, what free comic book days, what free comic books there are. Yeah, like because it literally it's like well it's not going to be anything worth any. It, it's it pretty much fits into exactly what our collection is. Well, sometimes because a lot of times like D, at least DC and Marvel like do a lot of teasers for the big event that's coming up or whatever. Right, right. But uh, IDW did the Rom Space Night because they're releasing a series with him in it. Yeah, which yeah. is exciting. Yeah. And we did a ROM. You know, on we've we've talked about ROM before. Yeah, yeah. He was at Hulk's wedding. That was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it was mm-hmm. a good time. So yeah, let's. Uh, we'll, 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 maybe we'll maybe I'll indulge. And, and by that I mean I totally won't. <laughs> what you mean? Get the free comic? No, I'll get the comics, but free comics. But I mean, as far as the series goes, like I'm not well, going to maybe just, if you really like it. I, I don't. I don't buy anything I like. <laughs> I don't. I only buy things I hate. No, I don't the even. Sean buy, Merrick no, story. I don't buy. Th- that's a thing. It's like for new stuff. I mean, like if if I like it, I'm like, yeah. I have a tendency to trade weight on new stuff. Trade what? Trade weight. Like, well, that, I'd rather trade, trade weight, but then, like I really want to read the Vision series. Yeah, because I've heard it's amazing. Yeah, but I'm waiting for the trade. Yeah, well, I want to wa- read a lot. There's a lot of things I want to read that I probably would very much enjoy, yeah. uh, like a lot of Marvel. Really, literally anything, and I just do not have the patience or the money to be like i'm going for this trade i'm gonna buy it like i'll just want to read the cl- classic stuff that's new to me and, and then uh we get for 25 cents you get for 25 cents so. yeah because we gotta tape this and then we gotta go to free comic book day where there are 50 cent boxes are there 50 cent boxes at jeffrey's i'm assuming there must be it's jeffrey's yeah yeah like i you know hopefully be some deals you know some good stuff because you know we meet we need more crap i don't know if we'll buy crap i don't know what to be honest i mean i say this now but i sincerely <laughs> think i might be uh I might be uh, pretty reserved because I feel like our collection, you know, has been gotten out of control recently. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I haven't put away our comic books. So, you know, we should probably, uh, you know, maybe chill for a minute. Yeah. I have such a stack. Yeah. That's There's... the thing. Because, like, I, last time we were like, oh, I'm not going to buy anything. They were like, have 39 free comics. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Well, I have the stack. I have the stack of books that I've you know, been their new stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I have like, st- they're, they're, and those, that stack is sitting in front or on top of a box of comics that, uh, I plan to revisit from stuff that I owned when I was a kid, mm-hmm. stuff from that I got from home yeah. that I took with me. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to read all this stuff too. And I'm like, this is way too much stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, and I've been, you know, I kind of been playing more, watching more wrestling lately, or just, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, whatever. But anyways, and, and I feel I, I, I want to apologize to the listeners <laughs> for this entire show, this entire show. But just I feel like <laughs> I am so sorry. Well, Here's we the thing. This. I feel like I have we because usually what will happen is we'll pick a comic. But uh-huh. the way to pick a comic is the day before general be like, what are we reading for our show? Right. And then I'll go, I don't know. And then I'll just <laughs> look at whatever is closely available to pick from at hand. Because I also don't have a, the boxes, my comic book boxes in order, right? You know, in in a really particular order. So it's very frustrating for me right now to uh, pinpoint what I need, right? You know, what what is where, and just be able to find it. 
So uh, I feel like we've been just kind of grabbing some stuff that's been, you know, easily to grab. Mm. Not that we, you know, we can't, we can't work with it, but I feel like, you know, we need to make some better plans. I feel we could do that. Yes. So, uh, so yeah. So just that being said, uh, this week's show is going to be good, mm-hmm. but I feel we could have done you guys better. So don't listen to this episode. All right, we're done. <laughs> Just turn it off now. No, no, no. Well, first of all, first of all, we're doing a Superboy. <laughs> we are. So doing you guys, a we're doing a Superboy. We'll get to that one in a little bit, but you're gonna love that one. Uh, but we also gonna we are gonna start with uh, a favorite character of mine, Wonder Man, mm-hmm. and we're gonna be doing Marvel premiere featuring Wonder Man, Marvel premiere number fifty five from August nineteen eighty, and it is on the cover. It is Wendy's first solo saga. Even though this is number 55 of the Wonder Man book. No, it's 55 of Marvel Premiere. Oh. Because Marvel Premiere is like basically like a random. I get it. Smart. It's one of the many Marvel anthology books that existed throughout the years and, uh, you know, in the 70s and 80s. And uh, this is one, you know, this is one of them. And I've actually, I'm actually pretty elated about this because... Did you hear that? Yes, I did. I don't know what that was. <laughs> it was my body. What's wrong with your body? Are you okay? I don't know. All I heard was... That was my body being like, Sean, go take a dump. Do you need to stop this so you can go to the restroom? I think I'll be all right. Are you sure? I'll let you know when I need to stop. <laughs> I thought it was a ghost. <laughs> it could be a ghost. What if it is a ghost? This how this is the Hollywood Improv. We are yeah. You know, we tape here above the Hollywood Improv. There Somebody could, had to have died here. There right? could be ghosts in these floors. Sure. Of comedians' past. If it's possible. Of failed comedian dreams. Or it's just like a homeless guy outside. Just <laughs> <laughs> also possible. We're in the middle of Hollywood. I'm gonna make it through this first book, guys. I like I like that. I just telegraph to the <laughs> listeners when I'm gonna take a shit. <laughs> this is my life, you guys. It's just a this is this is it. No. It's funny too because we just had in you know some <laughs> you know we had in uh, our, our friends from uh, Status Effect here on Sideshow and uh, you know they, they are video game podcasters and they're very professional. Uh, they're very they're very good at what they do and they had on you know some people from Nerdist you know that were talking and it's just it's it's really good stuff and just you know pros all the way and here I am like I got to take a shit in about thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, anyways anyway <laughs> so anyways marvel ones marvel premiere featuring wonder man yep. uh number 55 uh so wonder man mm-hmm. in his first solo adventure he this is back in his uh red jacket phase now is this this the challenge i would like to issue to you mm-hmm. is that when we go to kamikaze mm-hmm. in october yeah i think you should try to cosplay as wonder man in this outfit, because I feel this would be an easy first cosplay. It is, yes. Um, the jacket, the, ta- the the turtleneck, the boots, the pants. Yeah. And the glasses. Yeah. Very, very simple. And I think you, that should be your goal, is to get all this shit together well, by when, the time we when, get when I was very When the, they announced the cameo of Nathan Fillion, as supposedly as Wonder Man yes. in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, I put, like, yes, finally, now my Wonder Man cosplay will finally make sense and i mean by as I, and i was like my wonder man as if wonder man if the west coast avengers compound had a, a built-in sizzler <laughs> because that's you don't what, know that it doesn't you know what and mary well do, i I, you know, I could totally see uh u.s agent 
requesting that because he seems like a he seems like a sizzler kind of guy. Yep. I mean, there's no place better if you just hate everything. There's no place better to go than Sizzler. Mm, no, yeah, you no. hate yourself. You hate your life. You're gonna go to Sizzler. I kind of want to go to Sizzler now. Great. <laughs> Are we gonna go to Sizzler tonight? <laughs> no, because you know Sizzler's kind of expensive and it's not that good. Yeah, but it's the place you hate eat. It's true. You, if you hate yourself, you go to Sizzler. Yes. So yeah. Well, Wonder Man, he's not a Sizzler though. He uh, starts off this book. Mm. Uh, the book, the story is called The Force of Two. Uh, and uh, I don't know if that title makes any sense. It kind of does. Towards it the kind end. of sort of does, but not really. But OK. Yeah. So anyways, Wonder Man jumps into this board meeting where apparently Hollywood is meeting. Yeah. Oh, what year is this from again? 1980. OK. And uh, wait, is this Hollywood? Oh, no, yeah, this- I think they're in New York. No, but is, is, is this like a. Uh. Sorry, I I read this a, a a bit. So yeah, he just he like okay. busts in to he talks to a, a chair, a boardroom, um, because apparently it's at an old factory and it's a factory that his company used to right. okay. own yes. and run. Yes, yes. And he's like, hey, uh, you know, I know I'm not supposed to be here, but I'm hoping, uh, you know, I used to run it, and I'm hoping that I could talk to you about how to you know run it smoothly. Also, maybe I could get back into the business. And the chair is like, no. Yeah, like a, like a chair, like a chair back to it. It's back. just like a chair. It's like, no, Mr. Williams, get it's, out. It's, it's a claw from uh, yeah. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Uh, and there's a cat and a creepy arm. So they're like, no. And like these these dudes kick him out. Yeah. And because one thing that people always forget about Wonder you often forget about Wonder Man is that he was of like a munitions dealer. Right. Like a, he was like a Tony Stark kind of guy, right? He was like some rich guy until he became uh, disgraced, you know, which led to him becoming Wonder Man, uh-huh. and him dying and coming back. But and uh, now he's in Hollywood. Now he's and then he was like, you know what? I'm back to life. I want to become an actor, and this is like, you know, in that phase. <laughs> but now he's like, you know what? I feel but like. Usually, if you come back to life, you're like, the last thing I want to do is make such a poor life choice. No, well, maybe he's like, you know, wait, you know, I've always wanted to be an actor. And he's like, I want to make poor life choices. Yeah. Well, he makes a lot of poor life choices, but this is when he's in his kind of like, he's not, he's not working in Hollywood. Right. And he needs something to do. And he kind he's an Avenger, but he kind of doesn't want to be like an Avenger. Right. He wants to kind of be on his own. You all right? Nope. I'm sorry, I'm making all these squeaky noises on my chair. Oh, okay. that's not my body; it's the chair. It's the ghosts. <laughs> it's the ghost chair. Ghost chair. Anyways, uh, so he, uh, so he needs to like work though. He yeah. wants he's trying to work, so he's trying to work kind of like a security detail guy. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying to do some 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 business. Yeah, and so they're gonna kick him out, and he's like, hmm. Well, I've got to be sure that you know things are things are you know on the level because it doesn't feel like they are. Yeah. So he's like, all right, I'm going to just jump off the back of this truck Yeah, <laughs> where they're trying to get rid of me. And he like, yeah, it's a pretty easy escape. Like, they're like, get out. And he's like, no. Yeah. And so he like jumps off the back of the truck and the truck should have basically flipped over, but it doesn't. And they're like, oh no, uh, where'd he go? I don't know. Like these idiots are not surprised. He jumps on the, the wall. Like yeah, a- they're not surprised in the least that this guy like jumped off of the truck so hard it almost flipped. Yeah. They're just like, oh, let's go get him. So. Wonder Man climbs up a wall, breaks the wall. Yeah, he's doing like a spite, really bad Spider Man. Yeah. 
Just like <laughs> show like kicking it so his foot goes into the wall. And then he like crushes a lock on the door with his he, hand. He's just kind of using it. He's just kind of he's running ruining through. ruining everything. He's kind of like that part in Captain America when Captain America's running through the door. He's just like, hey, yeah. You know, <laughs> he's just doing that to like all things. Pretty much. So he like gets in. And then apparently, like, even though he went in a door, he went in, like, the maintenance door, and so he, like, comes down a shaft, and he's like, oh, this is weird, like, in a working factory, you know, you really should clean these air vents, you know, that's safety. Yeah. And then he looks through a window, and turns out it's not a working factory. And, like, all the machines are just covered in cloths and stuff, and he's like, well, what the hell? So he's, like, walking down the hallway, and he gets to a door, and... It's like a computer that asks for his security clearance, which he doesn't have, and then it like maces him in the face. <laughs> in the face, he gets maced in the face. Yeah, which it's weird because I mean he's like a body, like he's essentially living energy. Yeah, you know. But why is it that he is affected by this? Is well, it doesn't me. affect his eyes, but he he can't breathe it in. So mm. he's like, well, as long as I. I don't breathe, I should be okay. But I just saw this this panel where he's like adjusting his goggles and it just makes me think of that Simpsons where it's like, the goggles, they do nothing. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> so he like punches his way out. He punches his way out and just runs back into the, the security guys, you know, the, yeah. the, the guys that kicked like him out in the first place. It, he like punches his way out and falls down a set of stairs and the security guys are like, hey, uh, good to see you. And he's like, cool guys, uh, I can leave now. And they're like, yeah, that was our idea. Yeah. <laughs> So nobody asks like, "Hey, you know anything?" They, they, he almost got gassed to death, and everybody's like, "It's cool." Yeah. So he basically decides he's like, "I got to get more information on this." Mm-hmm. So he goes and finds his old uh, buddy Madison. Madison uh, is a name. Madison. 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 Madison Dash. Whatever. Which is, it's a, it's, it's funny because the name Madison Dash sounds like a very like. A porn star, but in porn intense star, you know, like it sounds like a very dynamic name, yeah. And the guy who was actually is Madison Dash looks like, like, <laughs> like, like I just I describe him as like a Hispanic, uh, Vincent Price. Oh, yeah, I was, I was thinking like Ron Jeremy's thinner, less successful brother, yeah, what Jim Jeremy, yeah, Jim Jeremy, <laughs> Jim Jeremy. So, anyway, so he was to find him, and this guy's basically like, you know, like the worst part of town running like a joke shop. It's like a novelties yeah. or like a yeah yeah it's not yeah it's like a it's basically like a like a shitty bodega full like a like a place where it's like come to you know New York and get yourself some stuff and oh by the way yeah he's also walking down the street and the kids are like you know it's Wonder Man yeah, oh man Wonder Man hey Wonder Man what are you up to yeah I love that I'm that's why I'm not sure where this is set I don't know if he's in Los Angeles so he's in New York he's in Brooklyn. Because yeah. the guys are Brooklyn. Yeah, okay, that makes so much more sense. Because I'm like, kids in L.A. are not going to say Wonder Man. <laughs> it's Wonder, yeah, because they spell Yo, it. Wonder Man. They spell it out. They kind of spell it out all like, hey, the Yankees kind of thing, you know. Um. Yeah, I know, but he's like, you know, basically. And they're like, no, it's that guy who was like on TV for like a, an episode or something. Yeah, because he was, you know, he's sort of like a TV star. He yeah. was. Uh, remember, he was in that Monster and Sun show. Sure. With Monsty. <laughs> Sure. No, you remember the, the saying it was in the Marvel Tune one we did. Was it before this or after? This? It's the same time. Oh, okay. I think, yes, I remember Monsty, but I, see the thing is, is I'm not sure about the timeline of when. I think that it's I think was. it's around the same time. Okay. I mean, maybe maybe it's maybe a few later years later. It was still when he was wearing his jacket. Yes. Anyway, so he basically convinces this Madison guy. He's like, he's look, like, Madison, tell me what happened. He's yeah, like, tell me what well, happened to this. Let co- me just make building. myself a drink first. He's like, I need a hot toddy. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'll tell you about how terrible it was. Like I got kicked out. I have no money. 
my kid my wife left with the kids because i i'm not a provider anymore and now i'm sad i'm sad now i look like vincent price yeah like a like with with the really bad hair really I, I, yeah i'm just like i'm not washing no i you live know, in this he's definitely store. not washing i live he lives I, in this store yeah yeah um yeah poor guy so wonder man and then i don't well, his, his wife is like you know i can't his, his wife sucks yeah kind of she's like you know instead of like you know for poor richer and poorer she's like I'm peace out. <laughs> she's like you suck yeah i'm out and go marry wonder man mm, no that's and he, not very smart yeah so they're sitting there having some coffee and he's like wonder man's like well i need to get like some physical evidence uh that that uh basically the mob mm-hmm. is running this because that's what yeah the magia yeah the magia the, mo- the magia's you know mixed up in this and he thinks that the mob is running this this operation and there's right. these buildings and they're doing bad shit right and so his friend his Vincent price friend is just like let me help you please i've got nothing to live for and the minute that this guy says this you're like that guy's gonna die it's the yeah. same as wearing a red shirt on Star Trek. Hang on, let me change it to a red shirt. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, hold on, let me put on my red shirt, because you know this guy's dead by the end of this comic book. Uh, so they're like, all right, well, we're going to go sneak in back into that factory. Well, he sneaks it back into the factory. Okay, so they're going to sneak it back to the factory. But the plan involves, because Wonder Man mm-hmm. is strong. Getting strong and tough, yes. Tough, and he does this, that, and the other thing. But... The his buddy, yeah, Mister uh, Vince Price with Vince, bad hair. Vince Price, yeah, is like all I can do is like do joke things because like I don't have <laughs> well, any like, superpowers. Like tell jokes? Or... No, like like I can use. I have a store for all novelties. Oh yeah. So so, so I'm gonna whip out my squirting flower. The squirting flower, and this is what he. So in order to uh, provide a distraction mm-hmm. him and wonder man are hiding by a wall and he's like hey i need to get in there and he's like i need your expertise to get in there so break out your whoopee cushion oh i thought that was a joke but it was an actual whoopee no no he, he makes a whoopee cushion and he goes fart <laughs> and then the then, and then the security guard comes by and wonder man punches him in the face <laughs> That's the security that, guard's like, I gotta go see where that fart came from. Well, you know, if somebody's if you're if you're security, but you know, that's that's actually a good mark of security. If you're a security guard and you hear a loud fart, you know, it's like who's farting? Like who's farting very loudly here that should not be here? Because it wasn't me. I know if it was me, <laughs> it's the ghost. It's the ghost of of uh, comedy farts past. That's <laughs> it's a uh, fucking. Uh, I don't know. Who's a comedian that farted a lot? Uh, was there a comedian that farted a lot? I don't know. <laughs> the gastrointestinal distress comedian? <laughs> the, the farting comedian. Well, 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 no, actually, that's right. There was a whole joke on he Mr. Just, Show. He just walks in, and he has like a mic in his butt. Well, that, like, that was a whole joke on Mr. <laughs> Show, where it was a guy. It was a David Cross played a comic that just did a bits where he farted. He's like, you know, it's like, hey, it's Meryl Streep fart you know <laughs> i do impressions right but at the same time <laughs> bob odenkirk is in the crowd and he's farting up a storm himself because he's like i had mexican account he's like fart 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 and everybody's laughing at him so he becomes like the next big fart artist or you know get the fartistry it says the king of fartistry and so he becomes you know he starts on a show called second wind oh, and everything. No. <laughs> yeah Anyway, so that's basically what's going on. I, here. I see. It was, a, it, was a, it was a my excuse to talk about Mr. Show. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, <laughs> so Wonder Man's like, I got to find some. Okay, so he's got to find some evidence, right? Mm-hmm. So he has no idea what's in any of the boxes. He's just like, hey, it's a warehouse. I got to find evidence. Right. And he just proceeds just to sh- like rip it. Not like open it a little bit. No, he just was like, fuck it. Uh, he like, shred- disintegrates. Why is he? Box. He's disintegrating these boxes. Like, and things. I don't know why the boxes are disintegrating like that. Because all you need to do is like pull one, pull one, and right, off. Just kind of open. All right, all right, put it back closed. No, he is like literally just ripping them into like tiny pieces. And then he's like, "Oh, look, guns." Yeah, he's like, "Hey, look, guns." And when he finds his guns, his friend comes running around the corner. You know, whoopee cushion guy. And he's like, yes. "Hey, look what I found." I found a rocket launcher and Wonder Man's like, be careful. And the guy's like, shoot. Yeah. Shoots a rocket launcher, like feet, feet, mere feet away from himself and Wonder Man. Yeah. And Wonder Man's like, just kind of like, dull. They're like, ooh. It's a, you know, it's comedic. It's wacky hijinks at the gun factory or whatever the fuck. That's what they should have called this is wacky hijinks at the gun factory. <laughs> so real quick, I want to actually just take a point here. There's a, a, a an ad here from Marvel marvel's fun and games magazine okay which apparently it's kind of like an activity book that they would put out fun monthly and uh it says like what do marvel superheroes do on their day off and it just kind of you know says you know what you know has like the hulk and spider woman and and uh spider iron man's like oh riddles and jokes oh i love them you know (laughs) Right. Let's say sleep above. But, but, but they, they get to everybody, and then they go to Ben Grimm, and it's like, "Cause like, what do you do on your day off?" He's like, "I sleep." Yeah, good, good call. <laughs> and, he, and he's kind of sleeping in this picture. Yeah, I think he is asleep. Actually, I think he's asleep. Can we so, order that magazine? I don't know. We could try to find it. It's probably all the activities are already even done in them. Meh. So he's already done the the Marvel jumble. <laughs> and all the answers are just Captain America. All the answers. All of them. Spider-Man. So, uh, so anyway, so shit, all shit breaks loose. Yeah, and uh, the security guards that weren't distracted by the fart. Come yeah, they're running, like, they're like, hang out. I heard somebody fart running down the hallway. That it, sounds like a Lego plot point. It really it's like does. you know, create a fart machine for <laughs> to distract. Uh, so Captain America can high can uh, get into the Hydra factory <laughs> to distract these chickens. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and it would be adorable. It would be build the fart you're just building like a giant asshole you know? <laughs> it's a cute asshole cute ass it's a brick asshole <laughs> build these lego asshole you know, like these brown bricks build 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 <laughs> anyways so uh his buddy wonder man's buddy picks up the gun and wonder man's like you don't know how to use that he's like i just pointed and shoot now run <laughs> so wonder man runs to go find his old office where there is the director yes and this is a lady, but you never see her face. But you can see that she has boobs. Yeah. It's an evil lady. And she's like, aha, Wonder Man, uh, I knew you were coming because you're a hero type. Here, fight this uh, robot. Is it a silver dreadnought? And it kind of looks like a monkey. Yeah, it looks like a big silver it's monkey. A big silver monkey. Big silver monkey. Which is funny because it's just kind of hiding in the background. Like, yeah, like I mean, he didn't see it when he walked in. I mean, because the office can't be that big. No. And this thing is like 11 feet tall. Yeah, it's gigantic. <laughs> and, it, and it somehow appears behind him. And he's right. just like, oh, yeah. hey, a giant robot. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I got to fight it. So he's fighting it. And the robot like melts the floor. Yeah. So they fall into like, I don't know, a giant computer room. Yeah. He melts the floor like just. It's kind of weird how he melts the floor. It turns into like literally into lava. Yeah. And then they just fall through it. They fall through it. And then he starts like, yeah, he just he's just 
destroying this 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 uh freaking robot. He hates robots like Superman hates robots. Everyone fucking hates robots. You know, and really he's, against robots. They're robot racists. And he's having he's having many many of those thoughts too. He's not just like holy shit, giant robot. I must fight it and get right. away. He's like he's like mm. I think Iron Man fought one of these in this mm. movie. I think think think. You know, and like shut up, just keep kicking ass. And so finally, they like he like smashes the robot. Oh, real quick, there's another. Oh, you're, this <laughs> we have a <laughs> the hostess fruit pie. Oh, this, this is actually one of my favorite ones. Mine too. The hostess one where Hulk's uh, kills you know, everyone. He, 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 okay, yes, yes, <laughs> because he's they're like, hey, you know what? This is a, a really noisy neighborhood. All of a sudden, you know, and the mom's like, and the, oh, mo- and the but there's a reason it's a noisy neighborhood. All of a sudden, the reason that this neighborhood is so noisy is because there is a roller skating disco gang. It's just guys that aren't really doing no, no. anything. Hey, they're a gang. Why are they gang? I don't know because he says, "Oh, it's so dangerous. My mom won't even let me go outside anymore because there's all like these this gang of adults uh wearing roller skates and snapping their fingers and listening to boom boxes." Mm. And they're like, "We can't even go outside anymore." And so Hulk But wait, wait, so wait, so are they just like circling around the same street? Yes. Like over and over again. It, they're called The Roller Disco Devils have right. been terrorizing the town. Oh, okay. And these kids are going, wow, things are really bad. Yeah, our moms won't even let us out of the house. We can't even buy us fruit pies. And Hulk, he doesn't like the noise that they make. So he comes and he rips up the asphalt and he rolls these <laughs> roller skating guys up in the asphalt, essentially killing them. Oh, I know, I know. I, I, saw, I, I saw that and I was like, <laughs> like Hulk? those people are dead. He's like, these guys are like, they're like, and, and because like, they, they had the audacity to roller skate and listen to music at the same time. And the kids are like, yay, pies. They're like, I can finally buy a hostess pie after Hulk literally murdered a, what, how many people? 10? 10, 10 yeah. people. He rolled 10 people up in the street and then sat on the, his roll. <laughs> Those people are dead now. And they're dead. Like, it's just funny. And the kids are happy about it. It's funny because these people are in this rolled up street and they uh-huh. just kind of look like my, minor and, inconven- you know, just vaguely inconvenienced. Yeah, no. They're not, dead. Not like rolled up into blood meat. <laughs> no, they're dead now. Yeah, they're dead. So Hulk killed some people. Hulk killed some people and ate a pie. And, and people were happy about it. And that's how you advertise hostess fruit pie. Kill a person, eat a pie. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, Wonder Man. Uh, so I guess he's trying to get some sort of device, whatever that device is. This device. And I don't know. This is the first we've heard of it's this It's evidence. Device. It's evidence that he needs evidence. Oh, no, actually, no. He needs some sort of evidence. Oh, that's what he's after. Right? But then this woman, the, the secret woman, is like, nope. You know what? Uh, you kind of screwed over the mob here, so we're just going to blow up this entire building. Yeah. Hope that's cool. Right? Yeah. He's like, and it's a Wonder Man's just like, I'm out. Well, yeah, because she like blows him up, or she's like, I'm going to blow up this whole building she's like you know what nobody's nobody's gonna fuck it, fuck it. Yeah. right and so wonder man looks and he's a, he actually has a moment where he thinks uh he's a, he ponders wondering if he should chance bolting after the fling director to end her criminal career forever he ponders and decides no yeah. and he decides to jump out of the building while screaming nah 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 man nah and then he goes shuffle a bloom so it explodes it explodes and surprisingly his friend did not die in this explosion he, he somehow made it out yeah 
only yeah no, actually that's the thing when i first saw this i go his friend is like dead his that's friend the, is- yeah i'm like he had no warning that this thing was gonna blow up but his friend is not dead for two more panels <laughs> so he like shuffles out he's like oh man did it Water Man, so great. Tell my horrible wife that I love her dead. Yes. And then he dies, and Wonder Man's like, and he kind of looks sad, but he also kind of looks like, I kind of knew you were going to die on this mission, so He's like, kinda I can't like, be that like, He sad. probably should have came with me. He's like, I kind of killed my friend. Oh, well. <laughs> At least he doesn't live in a joke shop anymore. <laughs> <laughs> At least he doesn't have now to. Now he lives in the ground. Now, now he, uh, he's going to pour a toddy out on his grave. Just in honor of uh, dead Vincent Price. <laughs> Grandma doesn't smile anymore. <laughs> I just have, like hear like a Ralph Wiggum voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's basically basically now Wonder Man has uh, decreed vengeance on the mob. Yeah, because haven't we vengeance. all? He's like, I will kill the mob. Yeah, with uh, my bare hands. I, I have, to, I have to go get the mob and uh, kill them, etc. And that's it. That's the end of Wonder Man. That's it. Yeah, that's that's how this that's how this ends. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of underwhelming. It's, it's his yeah, first yeah. solo adventure, and I'm like, oh well, you know. I mean, at least though, you get to kind of see what he does. Mm-hmm. You know, he's basically super strong, and he clings to walls, <laughs> and he smashes. But not things. like a Spider-Man. I think that was just he did that. He did that just for the fuck of it. For the fuck of it. That's not actually his thing. Yeah. But that's yeah, that's it for Wonder Man. He's uh, and then he went on to uh, fart around the adventure some more, and uh, you know, and uh, I love him. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I don't know why you love Wonder Man. So I much. just like it. I, I just, know he's just he's just your guy. He's just, he's just my favorite. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, that's it for Marvel premiere featuring Wonder Man number fifty-five from August nineteen eighty. Uh, how would you how would you say this? Would you read? Would you want to read another story about Wonder Man fighting the mob? Well, I'm certain that I probably will have to at one point <laughs> if we continue to do this show. So I don't know if this ever got followed up on. To be honest, huh. I don't. I don't know where. I don't know. I, I would really like to see if it did because I mean, sure. But if so, if I read another Marvel pr- premiere, it'll probably feature another character. It'll probably just be another character so, thing, unless if they did follow this up I'm, in the next issue. But I don't think they did. Probably not. I'll yeah, so sure, that. I'll read more Marvel premieres. Well, I know, but I'm talking about Marvel Man fighting the mob. Oh. Um, sure. Yeah. 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 What the hell? I mean, this is one of those comic books written in like the late seventies, early eighties yeah, that so I kind of love because they're thing. all fucking stupid. So yeah, it'd be great I'll if the cover it. just said Wonder Man beats up Italians. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, "What'd you do to my people?" And I'd read it anyway. <laughs> Not that they probably wouldn't deserve it. Oh, they totally deserve it. I they mean, killed, that woman just they, killed that poor guy. She killed Vincent Price. She killed Vincent Price, and I'm assuming her entire security detail because they were all in there too. Everybody's dead. Because I the mean, janitor's Vin- Vincent dead. Price was shooting at those guys. Yeah, all those people are just. I'm assuming they're all. And dead. he just left them to, to to shoot at each other. Yeah. So they were just yeah. been shooting at each other for like however long he was doing yeah. his bullshit. They had all the ammo. I mean, yeah. luckily because it was a. It was full of guns. Yeah, and Wonder Man had destroyed all those boxes, so at least he could get to the guns because they were just all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. So it was a really sweet game of Doom they were playing <laughs> for a little while there. Okay. Well, right, well, we'll be back with the next book. 
What's going on, guys? It's Stephen Kramer Glickman. You guys know me from a TV show Big Time Rush. You may know me as Trevor on Workaholics, but uh, some of you just know me as a comedian. And guess what? Uh, I've got this awesome show. It's called The Nighttime Show, and we're doing it right here on Sideshow Network. You can check out the show live at the Hollywood Improv, but guess what? You can also check out the podcast, which is going to be here from now on on the Sideshow Network. It's really, really cool. I'm bringing my entire team, all my all my guys, and some of the most incredible people you've ever met. Uh, look, it's a live late night show. We have uh, we do uh, great stuff, uh, bits, we talk hey, about hey, things Steven. that are happening in the news. Uh, comedians come on the show, rappers come on the show, famous voiceover actors, people from your childhood. It's a very un- unpredictable show. Sometimes it gets uncomfortable, but it's always a lot of fun. All right. Hey, hey Stephen. Yes, Robbie. Stephen, your your car's on fire. Okay. Uh, look, it's uh, the nighttime show is every Wednesday with me, Stephen Kramer Glickman. And if you're in Hollywood, join us live at the Hollywood Improv for the stage show. Stephen, you are Steven. not going to forget it. Stephen, uh, check improv.com for uh, more details. Stephen, I tried peeing on the fire and it only made it angrier. Why would you pee on the fire? Because I'm trying to put the car Rob- out. Robbie. The car is on fire, Stephen. Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. Okay, listen, guys. Download, uh, download, rate the show, uh, subscribe on iTunes, or uh, check with us on the Sideshow Network uh, TV slash Nighttime Show. Stephen, hurry! Your Academy Award-winning car is on fire. <laughs> oh my God. Stephen, you're my ride home. I gotta go. My car is Stephen, on fire. Stephen, the fire is angry. My car, my car is on fire. I gotta go. There's a get on board okay. of a boat. Going what? to a different country to live free Scooget life. What? What? And welcome back to Worst Collection Ever here on Sideshow Network. Uh, we are going to jump to our next book. It is a returning favorite and a request. Because we do take requests, by the way. You know, if we have them. Sure. We will take a request. Uh, yeah. If you, you are able to contact the show at Sean at SideshowNetwork.tv. Or, you know, tweet us. Or Twitter at us. Yeah, we'll tell you our Twitters later. So Tweet. You can Twitter at us. You can whatever. Just find us and let us know. Is Twitter a thing? Like you said, you can Twitter at us. You mean yeah. tweet? You can tweet at us. You can uh, you can leave a review on iTunes, all that good stuff. So anyways, um, anyways, so we're doing Superboy. Or sorry. Oh, the, we sure are. We're doing The New Adventures of Superboy, number 41, from May 1983. Mm-hmm. And on the cover. It's Superboy, and it's now he's the boy of steel for real. Yeah. And we see Superboy looking at his hands using his x-ray vision and noticing that he is uh, made Cyborg of Superman. Cyborg Superman, uh, He also has no nose, so he looks like Voldemort. He's Voldemort Superman. Uh, just as, And there's also like an alien bug thing like staring yeah. at him, being like, eh, like all creepy, because <laughs> I'm assuming that's just like he's a molester or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> so uh we start off it's uh the, it's called the teen of steel for real which fuck that title that title's fucking stupid fuck you book fuck you um anyway so superboy uh we start off with uh pod kent and superboy on the street assumingly in uh in smallville 
Where there's a bank robbery going down. There's a ba- like a hardcore bank robbery. Yeah, and I'm assuming like Smallville has like maximum 40 people. So I don't know why all this crime continues to happen in Smallville. Like maybe it's like on the road between two big it, cities. I think it is. It's obviously you're as just, close to Metropolis. You know, and you're if like, you're driving to Metropolis in Kansas City. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, I didn't get enough robbing done in Kansas City. So I'm going to rob pla- in Smallville and then go to Metropolis. It's a good place to stop. I'm get my fix. It's like going to Starbucks. Stop, do your killing, do yeah. your get your do your robbing. Shooting, robbing. Yeah. And and Superboy's completely ignoring it, and Pa Kent's like, but there's a robbery, and Superboy's like, I don't care. I am not going to... Superboy is dead. Yes. Fuck Superboy. It's just me now, Clark Kent. Because for some reason, he feels like he uh, should um, basically... Well, okay, so basically what happened was, from what I understand, his he heard Ma Kent overheard her telling everybody that he was Superboy. that he was Superboy. yes and he f- is depressed about that yeah but i think nobody believed her well right because that's absolutely crazy because because right. in this in this reality clark is a goof and he's a clumsy yeah he's a and no one believes him and so he's kind of like and i can understand this is legitimate uh thing that superman and superboy would have to deal with is the fact that people look at clark kent like he's a doofus yeah and he's clumsy, and he's you know whatever. He's a dork. He's a nerd, uh, but they love Superboy and think he's like this shining example of like masculinity or yeah. whatever. So I can understand how Superman, Superboy would feel some resentment towards that. He has emotions. However, he doesn't have to make Clark Kent that dorky. Yeah, that's no. his choice. You know, what that's I mean? his choice to act like it's Clark Kent is a big choice. loot. Like so he could, he could just change that a little bit, and he would probably be happier. But instead, he decides to give up being Superboy. He decides to give up being Superboy, and he kind of looks thinks back about how some girl Debbie Wallach told him to you know fuck eat himself. it to go go fuck off on a stick and, eat and a dick. you know because she wants to, he wants he's like hey date and she's like nope nah man and then apparently he tried to save some sort of armored car. And there was, uh, he almost hurt somebody. Yeah. And so, so he's like, I give up. And, and then, and then he heard you know, his mom and then he's just like, oh, you know, so he's like, fuck it. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to help those people. Those people, you know, there were crimes before I got here. There will be crimes after people have, they'll be fine. People be criming. Yeah. People be criming and they'll be, they'll be fine. Uh, and so Paul Kent's like, what the hell's wrong with him? Uh, so as they're walking off, we see his buddy. What's his buddy's name? Pete Ross. Pete Ross. Uh, he Pete Ross, Pete Ross Pete of Man Ross. of Steel fame, who used to work in, who, who worked in the, the IHOP. Oh, that's right. That's, that, that was a big deal. That was a big deal because he was oh, a kid. He used right. to used to fuck with with uh, with uh, with uh, Clark when he was a kid. And they are like friends now. Well, they became friends. Or, or, or did he mess? Was he one of the kids that was best with them? Mm, like he was maybe at one point beat up at the fence, and he's like, you know, fa- you know, he's like, I could have, I could have killed them all, and his father's like, don't kill anybody or do it's- or do whatever <laughs> i'm a shitty I'm, I'm a shitty pod kent yeah see, i'm, ta- this, I'm this, talking i'm talking about this one this one makes right. sense but this I'm talking about kevin Costner. yeah kevin Costner's park Kent's like eh, it doesn't matter if people live uh this pod kent's like no but you really should do something and and, and i think pod kent from the movie would be like that's right son just let them yeah let, let, the, crime let those kids drown <laughs> let those kids in the bus drown whatever blah 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 so but uh, people pete ross, pete ross Apparently spends, because I've read many, uh, I have so many of these Superboy comics. Yes. Pete Ross literally spends 90% of the comic drawn behind a wall watching Clark. Mm-hmm. So he's creepy, and he's a stalker, and I think he's in love with Clark, and he just doesn't want to admit it. Yes. 
then it's fine. You want to stick in the IHOP? Yeah, he he, he hasn't some. come out of the closet. I understand you guys live in a small town. It's the early '80s. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, he will move to like West Hollywood and he will meet nice boys. But until then, he will just <laughs> creep on Clark Kent. Um, so he watches. Like he's like, oh man, I don't know what's what's going on with Clark. He's not turned into Superboy. But that's probably because he literally like took his costume off in the middle of a field and then threw it into space. Well, yeah, that's what that's at least that's what that's, <laughs> that's what it looks a, like. That's what Pete basically Ross he watches. Thought. He watched Superboy run, you know, somehow quickly remove the Superboy costume while under his while it's under Clark's clothes because Clark's wearing like his usual like you know, you sweater know, jeans, sweater whatever. sweater slacks, and then he somehow takes off those takes off the outfit, balls it up, and throws it seemingly into space. Yeah, he threw laundry into space. That's what Pete Warros just watched Superboy do. He was like, "Fuck this laundry!" But he watched it fly. Yeah, and landed a field in the cow pasture, probably in a big pile of cow shit. Hopefully, <laughs> and Pete Ross is like, "I'll just keep it." He's like, "You know what? You might need it someday." He I'm just gonna- put it around a pillow. Yes. And he's just like holding it at night. And he's like, "Oh, Superboy." Yeah, you know there I there was some weird you. stuff going on. There was some real weird. You know, shit. you know he tried it and when on. When he gets back, he's like, "This this cape has some like stiff spots," and he's like, "Don't worry, don't want to." You know he tried it on. <laughs> you know he cut some holes in it to do stuff. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, there was like a flashlight involved. It's weird. The whole thing is weird. Um. So then we got to space. Space where there's where like- we're, so we're, we're sadly it is not a spaceship getting hit with laundry. <laughs> That's what it should have been. And this should have been this because it's like two panels later. It should have just been the balled up Superboy suit just crashing through this. and just exploding a ship yeah. and being like, like that would have been just funny. Bunch of, bunch of aliens being like, hey, we were here to kill Earth. And it's like, kaboom. It's like Superboy threw our laundry into Earth. So Earth. these aliens have a very convoluted, oh, pointless. Can you, plan. Are you able to explain this? No, I'm going to. So I'm, I'm going to try. So. All right. So these aliens are hanging out. In, near Earth, yeah, because they want to use the Earth as like a portal between their planet and the planet they're at war with, mm-hmm. to somehow blow up the planet they're at war with. I don't get it. I don't understand how this works because it says our plan is to summon a super weapon from our home world via a space warp connecting it with Earth. A weapon we will then fire through a second warp near the Earth to destroy our enemy's planet, thus avoiding risk of battle and losing against our foes superior numbers. So, and I really don't know. But it says, why is, the is, fuck is, you need is it? But is it maybe because the warps that they need to access are closest to are, are by Earth? Sure, you, but, know, you can't. We just don't know that, but it's just that's just what happened. It I happens guess, to but be. like, can't you just put it on a ship and like fly through it, like fly toward and like blow it up that yeah, way? Yeah, no, they like, totally could do it. They could totally that, that makes sense too. But this is so. But I guess so. so it's this very convoluted plan so, that they have to use Earth. But where the Superboy comes in apparently is they'll it'll never work if Superboy is there because he'll be able to stop their plan. Yeah. So they're like with laundry. With laundry. Uh, so they're like, well, here's an idea. We have this cool uh, random weapon that turns all of organic matter into matter into a metallic substances. So we'll turns just to Metallica. T- yeah, we'll just turn Superboy into Metallica. Just to, we'll just turn he's with the Kurt Hammett. That's sweet. <laughs> Wherever I'm, I roam, it's like yeah. He, we're gonna, we're gonna turn him into that. We're gonna turn into that creepy guy from the, Unfor- the Unforgiven video that made yeah. that allowed me to not watch it for years. Yeah, because so, I because I still can't today. Thank you. 
Seriously? Yeah, it freaks me out. Because huh. at one point he starts like shaking. He's like, uh, and I'm like, that guy's on the road with that guy, and I can't see his face, and I'm scared. It's like, the, it's like the thriller video. Okay. <laughs> like, why are you legitimately scared with the thriller video? Because I, 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 I made you watch. I, it. I was for a long time. Yes, that I made you watch it. I was like, it's not right. Scary. But then I realized I was you married. Italian horror movies. I know. Isn't you, that weird? You like you're obsessed with like people getting stabbed in the eyeball in like Italian horror movies. Yes, but that, that but those two videos have uh, are you not... watch Dario Argento shit constantly, and like for some reason you're afraid of the Unforgiven guy. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> yes. That's really weird. Uh, so Superboy uh, is going to be transformed into Metallica, and yes. in about two issues, he's going to release "Kill 'Em All" uh, and, and change the entire world. So they're like, "Oh, this is great!" So the following day, Superboy is wandering along with Lana Lang, mm-hmm. and and Lana's like, "I haven't seen Superboy," and he's like, mm, "I guess he died." Nah, man. <laughs> and Such then, ass. and then Clark sees the girl who rejected him, right? And so Clark basically is like, "I'm a new man." Yeah, I'm a new man. I, I realize this woman has literally told me no and to leave her alone. But you know what? I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to completely ignore what she actually physically said to me. I'm going to go over there and ask her out again. Mm-hmm. Because And by ask her out, I'm going to shove my tongue down her throat. Yeah, I'm literally going to be like, you want to go to the dance? And she's going to say, no, Clark. I already told you. I already have a fucking date because I already have a boyfriend. <laughs> and the football team, the entire football team asked me, and I would rather go with all of them than just one of you. Yeah. And he's like, well, how about this? And he grabs her and kisses her, which that right there, that 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 could be classified as assault. Uh-huh. Uh, and and then he's like, how about now? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, this is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously written by a dude, because this, this is not cute or romantic. This is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so many guys are like, oh, it's so romantic. I, I wonder, no, I wonder, I wonder scary, if like, there were some kids in 1980 that were reading this. Or 1983, they were reading this and just weren't like, <laughs> all right, Superboy, high five. Yeah. Oh, how many friends? Because <laughs> you know what's going to keep you safe? A dude who completely doesn't listen to anything you say and then forces his tongue down your throat. That's yeah. a guy you should date. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's... So she's like, oh, my God. And they're like, what's wrong with you? That guy is an asshole. She's like, but he just kissed me. And oh, man, it was so great. Yeah, they're really they're, his friends actually really hate Clark. Yeah. Well, their friends are right. Because <laughs> he does suck, but also, but they're like he's a fucking nerd, you well, know. Not the fact that he's a nerd, but like your friends should hate a guy who forcefully. They should, you. yeah. They're, I think they're more. <laughs> here's the thing: they're more upset that the fact that she's that into he, him. He's a nerd. Yeah, that he's a nerd. Than rather than he just forced himself onto their friend. Yeah, in the middle of, of daylight, broad daylight, in broad daylight, in front of like seven other women. Like this is really creepy. And then there's another girl there. I forgot what her name is. I don't know, girl. Uh, uh B- Betty Betty sure. McSad. Betty McSad, and she's like. Oh, I didn't think he was like those other boys. Which apparently that means that such assaults take place all, all the time, time in is, Smallville. This is all that happens in Smallville. Smallville, Dudes Smallville, forcing is, chicks to kiss there are, them there are all the time. Hardcore bank robberies and uh, apparently and, uh, and sexual assaults. Sexual assaults that I'm assuming lead to constant rapes. Constant rapes. <laughs> There's just nothing uh, else going and then on. You got, in this and then town. you got and then you got creepy. All the boys are watching other boys throw laundry into space. Yeah. So, like, the boys who aren't assaulting women Don't live are stalking the boys that they like. So never go to Smallville. Apparently it's a horrible How come Smallville the TV show wasn't like that? <laughs> Should have been. Should have just been, like, 30 minutes of Tom Tom Wiling throwing, or whatever the fuck his name is, throwing his clothes, <laughs> into, clothes into space and then then uh, stealing kisses from girls. Oh, and God. It would have been, been horrifying. And it's a CW. It's a great show, guys. Yeah. So, Clark decides that uh, because you can do this 
apparently. Uh, you can just decide to join teams. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> you can try. Okay, you could try out for a football team. Yeah, at the it's beginning a, of the year. At the beginning of the year, or maybe during the week. Unless, unless if maybe there's, you know, it's a small, it's a smallville school, small school. Maybe they need extra guys. They need somebody because the rest of them are either committing, uh, yeah, they're all in jail or ran, they're, or they're, robbing banks. They're all in jail or robbing banks. It's, it's <laughs> there's like three dudes. This is a horrible town. This is like what you don't see are like all the meth houses. Yes, it's like every nobody here has teeth. That's why you you can't actually. <laughs> Wait, everybody's on meth. <laughs> Yes, in this fucking town, they all they all it's a wasteland. They gum down their food. Um, anyways, so <laughs> well here, well, <laughs> oh, such good pancakes. <laughs> oh, pancake puree. Mm. I have some applesauce for my pancake puree. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm. <laughs> so Clark gums down some pancakes, <laughs> and then he decides that he's just going to put on a football uniform, which I'm assuming he found. Okay, first of all, in the locker, the guys. Room? Guys, let me just tell you something. I used to play football. <laughs> yes. In high school. I used to play football. Mm-hmm. Much, much like Clark here. <laughs> <laughs> I was terrible at it. Shock. What uh, was your joke about that? I, what? I was, you, had, you had a joke. I was left out. My position, no, my position no, 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 was no. left out. Like fourth string bench or something. I was fourth string bench or fourth, whatever. It was. Yeah. yeah I'll, guess what, guys? I was also a comedian. Yeah. Stand up comedian. I did stand up before, guys. <laughs> so many things to be revealed here i'm afraid of the unforgiven video uh i used to play football in high school and i was a stand-up comedian once yeah. which is how jen met me yes so uh uh can i just tell you that the the shock uh that everybody had to find out that i was dating a former high school football player considering i was a goth in high school and hated all organized sports did people really get shocked by that uh, i was shocked by it my sister was a little shocked by it what, that I used to play football? No, that I would date anybody who used to play high school football because I was goth. But I don't school. look like that, though. Well, yes, I know. I mean, maybe back. I mean, because I, I, there's a thing. Granted, we were older when we met. It wasn't like we were fresh out of high school either. Yeah, it's true. It wasn't like I was like 21. And no. I was like, <laughs> even here's the thing, though. Even if you met me when I was 21, you wouldn't still think I played football in high school. Yeah, because here's the thing. It's like, and the reason why I played football in high school because everybody played football. Because every because there was like because I, you school, went to Smallville High. I went, I went to Smallville High because it was a small, smaller school, and they and needed and since all I, the bodies. And since I was over five foot eleven, and you know, <laughs> I I I had no like uh, agency of my own to do anything else mm-hmm. really, other than just read comics and you watch know wrestling. watch wrestling. You know, I was like, well, I guess I'll do something else. I'll play football, you know, because my parents were really into, you know, whatever. It's, guys, you know what? I'm going to go talk to my therapist right now. <laughs> um, but no, I put say, okay, listen, I used to play football. Mm-hmm. And first of all, to get all the football pads, you kind of have, I mean, not the sh- stealing some shoulder pads, I can understand, but you need the pant, the leg pads, he's got the all ass of it. pad, the hip pads. And he has all of it. It's drawn in here. Yeah, he's got everything. You get to get a, the proper helmet. I mean, getting a the helmet. Cup? Cup. Yeah, I mean, a- Superboy wouldn't need a cup. I mean, he wouldn't need all these pads, but to look the part, he would have to have them. And, you and don't you have to spend a shit ton of money to get those? No, you don't. So here's the thing: we we just our school we didn't buy we didn't buy our own pads. You bought you had to buy your own cleats, right? And cup, and cup. Yeah, but everything else was provided to you by and your own mouth guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but everything else was provided to you by the by the school because they had just like, hey, well, you know, what size? Are you? Okay, blah blah blah, right, blah right. whatever. So you know, that's not that's how that worked. So did he like break into like the he broke into the equipment cage, took all the equipment that he needed, and just ran out onto the field during practice and said, "Hey, coach, 
I'm here to play. And yeah. the coach went, okay. The coach went, you're a fucking nerd, but whatever. Yeah, fine. And then he's like, I, I don't think you're any good. And then he, you know, Superman, like, gets a pick. You know, he gets an interception. He's yeah. like, oh, beginner's luck. I'm like, who cares? He's he's doing good. Yeah, he's doing really well. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so Superman goes into the, the shower, and he's like, ow, my tummy. I'm yeah. turning into metal. <laughs> Basically, that's what's happening. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't feel so well. Uh, he's turning into metal. He turned into Metallica. Because he, he like, x-rays himself, and he's like, holy shit, I look like Metallica. This is terrifying. There's just, like, <laughs> Oh, my God, little, I, look like, I, look, I look like, I look like. There's little um, uh, Lars. Little Lars. Lars thing. Ulrich's just, like, climbing it's a little, it's a little, it's a little, every bone in my body. They're just, like, sitting there, and they all have, like, a white leather jacket on when he was, like, obsessed with Guns N' Roses, and he had, like, little drumsticks. Lars? Yeah, Lars was totally obsessed with Guns N' Roses. Don't you remember that? That's like from the behind the music. And then they show that picture of Lars where he's like, everybody else is in black and Lars has a white leather jacket on. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah so they all. Yeah, just exactly. like, and like Kurt Hammett is just like, just like hanging out on his joints. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt Hammett's in the background ones. listening to UFO records. <laughs> um. So he's like, oh, well, I got to figure out what's going on. So so apparently he does a blood test on himself, which which how does he draw blood? That's what I was just thinking of, too. It's like, so wait, because you can't even like use earth instruments. Unless if he has like a, a Kryptonian instrument of some sort. Maybe to, he just carries do, it around with well, him. Remember those tools that they used in that world's finest to where the, they did surgery the on surgery? Supergirl? Yes. Yeah. So that's what they used here. Yeah. He must just carry them around. I'm assuming like in his back pocket. Mm hmm. Uh, it stamps up stab and he's like oh juice. I have he's like and he pulls out Metallica and, and it, he's like oh shit I've got Metallica in me he, he's like oh shit uh, for whom the bell tolls right yeah and and, and they're all just, I'm, like, I feel I feel like I'm missing really good Metallica jokes right now are there a lot of well no just like better things to be saying you know that I could be like oh like I can pull off a good memory remains joke or something like a like a pun good Metallica puns yeah I'm sure that there are good metallica puns. this is why i'm not a comedian anymore. i am not good at puns i never have been. No. so it's not my my forte okay somebody if you have them tweet them at us yes uh pretend it's at midnight and just fucking tweet <laughs> you know metallica superhero you know what just, just just tweet at midnight yeah just like hashtag uh metallica metallica puns yeah metallica puns or like Super Metallica puns or something at midnight, and they won't have any idea what's going on. And they'll be like, "Oh, I guess this is our hashtag." They're like, I guess uh, this, this is it. Hashtag wars, you win. And then points. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he sees these things, and he's like, "Oh, this is something's going on. I'm becoming metal. Uh, I don't know how to cure myself. Uh, I don't know how to fix this this microbe living inside of me." He's like, "I guess even the new Clark Kent can still be a sucker." <laughs> so he's literally going to be the teen of steel because he's actually turning into metal. Yeah. So we go back to the Kent's house and, uh, you know, yep. Pa Kent's really worried about both Ma Kent and Clark. Uh, and then Clark has somehow found his Superboy costume. Uh, I guess he had to steal it. Well, we find out where he, I, found I know it. I'm saying he had oh. to steal it from his, his buddy took it off the pillow. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, flies up to the ship. And he's like, I am a team of steel. I will help you. And I am robots, man. Yeah, they want him to do something. He has like robot skin and stuff. Right. And of course, like instead of putting the ray through the portal, he destroys it. Yeah. Because they have the fucking weapon on their ship. I don't I don't know why they need this portal, but whatever. They could have hired just like a strong alien man. 
couldn't get Lobo to do it. Oh, he, he's a mercenary. Right? He will do that. It's like exactly hey, he, that's what you, you pay, fucking you, have Lobo for. You can literally pay Lobo a couple bucks, a couple bucks, and be like, I just need you to throw that into there. And he's like, Sure, he's whatever. Like, All right. Do I need to kill anybody? He's like, I kill you. Dead, dead, yeah. dead. You know. <laughs> he's like, throw out, throw in the killing for free. Look, I'll kill you, but I'll <laughs> I'll throw this in there first. Cause like, well. Okay, like I see you at least throw it into the portal first. Yeah, or like maybe you could kill somebody I don't like. And he's like, all right, you know, whatever. It's your die. Well, I got this kid coming up. You want to kill him? <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm not doing it. You'll be all metal. Else. You want to shoot him in the face? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, he's like, that's what I do. I'm Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to shoot kids in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so. Lobo um, should, go, should appear on Gotham. Oh god! I don't know why. I just thought that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. And actually, him and him and him and uh, Harvey Bullock would have a good time. That would actually be really funny. I don't know why they don't use. They need to give Harvey Bullock more screen time yes. on that show because he is the best character. I propose a Harvey Bullock Lobo uh, show <laughs> to be on Fox instead of uh, Gotham. I, I would love that show. I would watch it. Yeah, I will write it right now. Excuse me, guys. <laughs> hey, Fox. Throw, I'll just go throw it to the window, like with, with a bat attached to it, and be yeah. like. No bat. <laughs> no bat. No bat. So uh Superboy's like, I was just kidding <laughs> I was uh, about joking. this this metal thing. Psych. I'm not actually metal. Uh I'm here. I'm Yacht Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher gonna... Cross forever. I actually really love Yanni. Uh <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he, he just he, he just turns into super Yanni. <laughs> he's like, he's like oh, I'm no, gonna it's lay Yanni. down some songbird. <laughs> Whatever, whatever. Or I, Kenny, I, who did songs? That was Kenny G. Kenny G. Kenny yeah. G. G's song where Yanni did. Yanni, uh, I, I got a mustache. Know. I don't know. They're just both do white dudes with long flowing hair. I don't know. I, I, know, I don't understand. Apart. I don't understand what new age music is. <laughs> uh, neither do I. It's like. It's like goth. Is but it, is like, it pure moods? Do you remember the pure right, moods? Right, but that's soundtrack? but that's like something like yeah. I don't know. And I worked at a record it, store is for it years. Return to innocence. Is it Enya? It's I just actually there's a thing in the, in the record stories working. Enya would be in pop rock, but Yanni would be in uh, New Age because New Age had its own section. So like, if you listen to New Age, like, I don't know. Do you have to have like incense and candles? Well, I, I don't know. It's not so much about candles. I think it's about pianos and synthesizers and you know like do 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 do. And then it's like you're singing about love, and sometimes you get like chimes, a, maybe you get some chimes. You get some, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm terrible at. Uh, you know what? I would fail at uh, new age trivia because <laughs> there's so much new age trivia. You know, on. yeah, I'm certain there's new age podcasts out there right now that is like, you know, we're the best at what we do. Is somebody, is somebody screaming at us right now in their car. Yeah, they're they're like pro- new age, pro- new age. Like, I know what it is. They're like, fucking morons. They're like, mention Tangerine Dream or something. <laughs> I don't know the difference between Kenny G and Yanni. So I Kenny G is a soft jazz. Oh, yeah. I remember he had the soprano saxophone and Songbird yeah. used to play on the radio. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't think you could be. I remember. That. I don't think you'd be. I don't think you could my be. My dad liked that song. I don't think you can be a new age if you have a saxophone. So where does he go? Soft soup. He's, he's, he's in jazz. He's a smooth jazz man. When in the in the in the record store, he is jazz. I what? don't like any of this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Superboy, who is now smooth jazz, apparently uh, steals everybody's guns and rolls them up into a ball, and then throws the ship through the breach. Uh, and 
then closes. And then somehow, yeah, he somehow he closes the br- the space with, breach with his supervision, which with his uh, bullshit because you got that. That is, that, I don't that, think that's how wormholes work. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, needs he would to have fact, problems with this. Well, he would have a problem with this book in the first place, but <laughs> for certain, yeah, I saw that and I was like, look, I know that I know comic books but are bullshit, can- but that's even that's impossible bullshit. Yeah, he's like, I'll never have to worry about this again because I'm shutting it off. Because you close a vision. space rift with your eyes. <sighs> I don't think wormholes work that way. Bullshit. I really don't think that really upsets me. I'm kind of frustrated right now. And he's like, well, there you go. And he's like, but you know what? This is how I figured it out. I was laying in my bed. uh, Being sad. Really sad. Kind of like laying like he's like fainting. He's got like his hand up to his head and he's like very upset. And he's like, and then I got this idea that if I could zap myself with electricity, I would kill all these little metal guys living in my body. Yeah. Uh, so I started a fire yep. with my eyes mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and blew a transformer mm-hmm. at the power plant, and then I went in and electrocuted myself. Yeah. And luckily, uh, my buddy left my Superboy costume he, he, in the he, cow field. Yeah, he went back to the cow field, and he was like, I guess it's still here. I, he, maybe he just like... Well, no, he doesn't know he that. Maybe he takes it home at night. He, he takes it home at night, he snuggles with it, and then he like puts it back and just waits. No, because it won't... Well, in the, look... In the book, he's like, I gotta put it back because maybe he's gonna. I gotta hold on to it if he needs it, but he can't. But, but as we find out, Pete's been following him. Exactly, he's creepy. He's been following he Clark is a stalker for like the entire time. Like, surprisingly, he is not in any window shots when he's looking. When, when Clark, like, how how is he not in space? I don't know. Following you him, should see him like looking in Clark's window right here. Pretty much because he is a stalker. He is stalking Clark, and it's creepy. So that's creepy. So he's and he's like, oh, here I am, yay! It's me, I'm back. Uh, Superboy's back, and then he like tells people. So he so just, he goes to the the uh, newspaper office. Yes. To tell people that there was like some sort of like virus mm-hmm. that made people act in a way they normally wouldn't. Yeah. And made them lie and say things they wouldn't say because his mother was apparently effect if affected by this as well. Yeah. So. They they put it out in uh, in the paper and they're like, oh, Superboy infected all these people with this horrible organism. Yeah, and so at school, the girl he that basically he kissed, gave he he gave everybody fucking AIDS. He, he gave them space AIDS. He gave them space AIDS. So she comes up and she's like, Clark Kent, how dare you? You gave me space AIDS. And he's like, does that mean we're not going out, Debbie? Wait, so why is she? But how does she know that? Because she doesn't know that he's Superboy. Superboy gave I, everybody space AIDS. He didn't, you know, she, it's not like he was like, I'm Superboy, here's AIDS. <laughs> or space AIDS. I think Superboy had told, here, let me read this. Uh, fuck. Oh, yeah. I think he, Superboy had told them that he exposed everybody. Yeah. Inclu- and probably said, including Clark Kent. So he and- made out with Clark. Yeah. So we're trying so to basically that- Superboy was like, I came back to Earth and I shoved my tongue down Clark's throat and now he's acting weird. So that's why he kissed that. He sexually assaulted that girl at school. And then she's like, oh, how dare you? And she like, apparently she's also infected, but she doesn't have to get electrocuted. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Because uh, his mom's infected. So shouldn't she be electrocuted? Just, I don't know. Just, just throw the ball in the pool and throw a toaster in there. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's dude. the Smallville swim days with 
with not with a toaster. And he's like, throws a bunch. Of, he just gets a bunch of toasters from Sears where his mom works, and just throws them all in the pool in the in the in the community pool at Smallville, and everybody's cured. <laughs> they're also dead. They're also dead, but yeah, but whatever. Cured. But they're but they're but they are cured. That, that's all. The he's like he's like everybody's like I set out to do what I did. I did what I set out to do. <laughs> I did not say that they would live, but I said they'd be cured, I, and and I cured them. I, did, I said I said that I, I could not cure them of life or cure them of, the, of, of dying. It's fine. No one can really cure you of death. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so Superman kills everybody or Superboy kills everybody in town. Yeah. Um, but this girl was like, oh, I guess we're not going out. And then he's like, oh, man, I guess I don't have anybody to go to the dance with. Should I assault somebody else? And Lana's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe you should just ask this chick who is also following you around, which at this point, I think, is what's-his-name-in-a-wig. It's Pete. It's Pete. She is, <laughs> she's, she's blonde. She's also following him around. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, I, I guess. Those people have class. No. no. Learning. And her name is Lisa. And he's like, oh. Uh, he goes over and he's like, hi. And she's like, hi, did you want to ask me something? And he's like, you want to go to the dance? She's like, yes. And he's like, He's well. like, yeah, you want to go in the pool? You want to get in this pool real quick? I think I gave everybody AIDS. And I can cure you with this toaster. It's like, so Pete is now uh, dressing as a woman in hopes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I, I can all that. I'm like, why? Pete, well, she's also following him around and also blonde. Pete Ross yeah. uh, is Pete in Ro- love. He loves Superman, but he paid a very dear price because I think something happened with his kid. Like in another uh, book that we I have, mm-hmm. where like that kid got like taken away to like s- like Magic Mountain or some, some bullshit. Uh huh. And actually, I think it's Pete Pete Ross's kid is the kid on the cover of that book where Superman's coming into the room. And the kid's on the bed crying. Oh, okay. So <laughs> shit goes down. Oh, okay. So that's uh, yeah. So that, that's, that, that's that's Superboy. Superboy. So I don't think I don't want to read this. I didn't read the Dial H for Hero at the back. Yeah, um, this Dial H- but I did read this. Meanwhile, oh okay, let's talk about this real quick. Signed though. by Dick. Oh, Dick, right? Um, Dick Giordano. So it's really funny. He's talking about how he was going to conventions mm-hmm. and how he was holding panels mm-hmm. called like How to Break into Comics. And people who brought their portfolios with them, he would sit there and talk to them and look at their work. Oh, man. And try to keep up communication with the people he thought were good enough. Oh, man. So space he's like, I couldn't do it. Pigeons. So, hey, we have a new talent coordinator, and this is his name. Uh, and here are the tips that you need. And if you want to send stuff to, to Sam, go ahead and follow these tips. Okay. So you can break into comics. So how do you break into comics in 1983? Well, you send a packet to Sal, Sal M, Amdola. Uh, Queen, Queen Amadala. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you mail copies, not originals, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, pack them securely with heavy cardboard. Mm-hmm. Use sufficient postage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. Don't make. Don't. Don't scrub the postage. But don't. Just for like first class. Don't. Don't splurge or it's a waste of money. Uh, put someone's name on it, like Sal's. Put your address on every page because shit gets, you know, separated. That's true. Uh, make sure to include a self-addressed stamp- stamped envelope so we can send your shit back. And if you're good, we might call you. Oh, man. That's how you get into comics That's in it. 1983. That's it. That's it. That's all you have to do. That's it. That's it, now guys. Now you can't send anything to DC. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> now you just have to basically, uh, I don't know. I'm assuming you have to, like, meet Jeff Johns at a con. Just like, give him a pallet of PBRs. <laughs> he's just, 
just, just like pull it behind you and be, just be like, here you go. Just pull up a cooler PBRs and be like, not a cooler, a pallet, a pallet, okay. like something you'd have to put on a forklift. Just, 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 uh, just deliver constantly, constantly deliver PBRs to Jeff, Jeff Johns, yeah. and uh, he will hire you. And if you meet Dan Didio, you have to tell him I also hate happiness. <laughs> yes, and, and I think like, it also I don't hel- like relationships either. It also and helps. Like, if, yeah. it, it also helps while you do these things if you dress up as Pete Ross in a wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then throw your laundry into space. <laughs> if you if you could be like, hey Dan, you'll come on outside. And I'm gonna throw my laundry. I'm space. gonna throw my laundry into space, and he just and he's like, that's pretty good. You know what? You're hired. Yeah, you're totally hired. That's how you get into DC. You don't, you don't want any of these superheroes to be married. Good, me either. You're in. Throw marriage into space. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what you do is you write marriage on your laundry. No, what you do is you take. What, what you do is uh, actually at the Comic Con this year, they're gonna have a little competition. Of who could take like a little like cake decoration of a gr- groom and a husband, and uh, yeah, how right far through. you could throw it, and, and if, if you could throw it into space, you, you get hired. hired. That's that's how it's who, only happening. Whoever throws that the farthest gets to write Superman. <laughs> gets the right. Yes, that's how it goes. <laughs> that's that that is that's totally doesn't matter. How Rob the, Liefeld got his job. Mm-hmm. Like he just threw that cake topper farther than anybody else. He also did it in jeans. And Gail Simone threw it farther than anybody else that year. I mean, that is how you break into comics, people. And the did it. <laughs> and the did, did it backwards, and she still got the job. <laughs> she, threw, she threw it into the ground. She went, ah. And they're like, you know what? That's far enough this year. Because I think, you know what? You're pretty good. Yeah, that's how you get hired at DC Comics. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how this works. <laughs> that's like- your interview. Like You just like go in, and it's just like a, like a kind of like a shot put. Actually, they'd be kind of fun. I kind of like. I used to like shot put and discus. See, I was also an athlete in that too, guys. I used to throw shot put and discus in high school. I was a star athlete. <laughs> <laughs> More like a negative three star athlete. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I never participated in sports mm-hmm. in high school. In junior high, I played basketball and volleyball. I'm surprised you didn't play more basketball. Yeah, uh, I'm also t- really not coordinated. That's the thing. You got kind of have to be able to walk. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that either. I, and you did. It didn't. You, me- I, I was taller than everybody else, so you'd think I'd be good at basketball, but I couldn't actually like keep a grip on the ball. Yeah, it's hard. It's yeah. hard because people try to get it out of your hands. Yeah, and then hit your finger, and it sucks. You're like Jen, you'd be really good at sports because you're tall, and I'm like, oh yeah, but I'm also lazy. I'm also. I'm also. I'm also like, I don't want to like really try that hard. Yeah, I don't want to like expend any energy. Like, <laughs> like I want really... like, like I like the exercise, but I don't really like want to try cuz I don't care if we win or not. This is no, I don't. I'm so not competitive either. I'm just like, "Oh, hey, we played a game." And everyone's like, "We're sad we lost." I'm like, "I actually don't care if we lost." It's like, "Yeah, really, what's a big deal if I we really lose?" Don't. To this day, I'm so not like, competitive. Like I'm not like, like I'm not going to go to college for this. <laughs> actually, when my football coach in college was like, he's like, "You know, I could talk to the Buff State, you know, the Buffalo State College." And yeah. he's like, "I could talk to the coach Buffalo State." I'm like, Nope. Like, really? Like, why? Why would you do that? Why? Why would you put your reputation on the line like that? <laughs> You're like, I'm, I don't want to try. Like, I know, like, I know we sucked as a team, but like, why would you do that? Like, why would you be like, hey, I had this really shitty guy that played like no games. Like, he played special teams. And he wasn't that good. He's yeah, he's very tall. And he's a he's a big pile of wasted potential. Do you want to do you want to put him on the team on like with like other really good football players yeah, people that who actually like who not, actually are like it's, play it's, the, they're, they're playing division three and they're going to try really hard because this is it. This yeah. is as far as they're going to go. They're not going to get to the Rose Bowl. They're going to get to uh, like a game and we're going to, you know, they're going to have like a quarter of the crowd that's going to be in a Rose Bowl. So uh, they're, they're going to hope that some scout sees them and maybe pulls them up. 
to yeah. some team. Yeah, you say, would you like to put this loser in the mix <laughs> and really give him? Because I think he's, I think he'd be really good. It's like, no, no, nah, man, no, no, no. Anyways, so <laughs> that's, that's Superboy. I'm sorry, the new Avengers. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the new Avengers Superboy number 41 from Close May 1983. Uh, that's it for our show this week. Thanks oh, for would listening. Would you read the next issue? Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm sure I actually I'm, have. I, we, we are gonna. I have so many of these fucking Superboy comics. I, I can't even tell you. I have to make sure I read all these because these are just. Oh yeah, no, I buy them stupid. anytime I see them because they're ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for this week's show. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Angry Hero Sean S H A W N on Instagram as well. Angry Hero Sean. Also, my Tumblr, the Angry Hero dot com dot fart. <laughs> TheAngryHero.tumblr.com. And uh, of course, also let me promote SideshowNetwork.tv. Please go there, check out all of our great shows, and please go to this show, our West. Uh, West. What the fuck is wrong with me today? The worst collection ever on iTunes. Rate, subscribe, review, tell a friend. And uh, Jen, where can people find you and do all that great stuff? Oh, sorry, I was dancing. I don't know if you noticed my dance. What music was I? Was there music? No, I'm just dancing in the seat. Okay, dance, great. Dance. Um, so I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, jenstansfield.tumblr.com and jenstansfield.wordpress.com. Yeah. Terrific. Yay. All right, we got to go get some free comics. Woo. So thanks for listening, folks, and we will talk to you again next time. Bye. I'm Quen. And I'm Dev. And together we make Mouth Time, a podcast by Reductress. You know us from amazing articles such as How to Be a Lady in the Streets in a Haunted Clock Tower in the Sheets. And Childless Women. Are they safe? We are the only podcast made by women that women are allowed to listen to. Yeah, no one's telling you you can't. We love covering things that you love hearing about, like drugs, snakes, and punching yourself in the mouth till you pass out. You know, lady stuff. You know, shopping, horses, hair ties, lady stuff. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Find us on iTunes, SideshowNetwork.tv, and anywhere else you can find podcasts, including the mouth of a snake that you don't know if it's a dream or real or a ghost. Honestly, check it out. There might be a podcast in there. There might be. Bye. Bye.